On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product, and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. This is a JT exclusive interview. What's going on, everybody? JT here. We have a special podcast today. I'm with my good friend of mine, Maddie. How's it going? I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, So today's podcast is kind of special. It's going to be about mental health awareness and just talking about experiences and things like that just trying to break the stigma with you know mental health and mental health awareness because it's just so stigmatized um and of course you guys if you guys are watching uh we're not in the boston studio in florida right now um but yeah um i just want to say thank you so much to everybody that's showing love and support uh for the past you know couple weeks numbers are doing crazy and uh yeah i'm just so, so thankful to so thankful and grateful to everybody that's shown love. Um, even, even you, you know, you're, you're, you share my posts. You're, you're a big supporter. I really appreciate it, Maddie. Sure. Um, so, where do we begin? Um, <laughs> that's the question. That's the question. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I've, I've talked about, uh, you know, I, I've made a couple, few episodes, podcasts. I've done a video talking about my mental health journey. Just trying to you know break the stigma, share my story. Hopefully, it can inspire, motivate other people that you know that they can overcome anything, literally anything in life, no matter what. Um, and again, I just wanted to have someone else on the show to give you know her 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 perspective, and for us to have an open dialogue conversation. And hopefully, it can you know resonate and relate to you guys in some shape. Way, you know, I'm, I know honestly, I'm confident yeah. that it will definitely relate to a lot of people. Definitely, for sure. Definitely. So, I, I guess to begin, um, you know, I've talked about on my podcast openly. You know, I I have bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, other known as BPD, um, PTSD, ADHD, severe anxiety, social anxiety crippling anxiety, depression, body dysmorphic disorder, I have two learning disabilities, you know, and, um, you know, obviously Maddie, you know, has, uh, you know, some similar disorders and, and um, things that she's dealt with over her life as well. Um, you know, I know that we, we both have BPD and that that's one thing that's really stigmatized, um, especially in the, just a lot of people just aren't aware and they just don't have the knowledge of what really BPD is and um, they just don't have the knowledge so it's so misconstrued there's there's not a lot of medication that you can take for a personality disorder 
therapy. No, you have to do DBT therapy. Right. So I, I just was in DBT therapy. I just stopped my sessions with her because a state program was paying for it and they didn't want to pay for it anymore. And um, I did DBT for actually about maybe two and a half, three years. And it really, really helps center me. Uh, for, for me, it helps. And I don't know, do you do it as well? DBT? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I... I... Well, I first learned about it uh, about like a year or two ago, but um, I did a little bit of CBT. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Which is helpful, but obviously, you know, with someone with BPD, you know, DBT is essential. Um, Regardless of medications or whatever, it it comes down to learning, you know, how to cope and and things like that when you go to those different mindsets and whatever you know those those places that you can go to mentally um but yeah I I would say you know out of all of my disabilities probably the probably the anxiety is the worst the most crippling but the next would probably be BPD which yeah. is kind of like the bi- bipolar, but I mean, just BPD, there's, you know, a lot of people, if you don't know, you know, yes, BP, BPD, you know, can, you know, you can get it by genetics, but the majority of the time it stems to your childhood right. and traumatic experiences. And, you know, that's, you know, a lot of things with, you know, BPD, fear of abandonment, you know, people will, you know, destroy relationships, and, you know, people, the list goes on and on and you might have known someone that has done something like this you know where you know they might try and let's say you know they're they're scared that they're gonna whether you've seen it or realize it at the moment and if you look back and reflect you're like damn like that person was really you know pushing me away and like trying to you know what's, what's the right word I feel like um when you don't love yourself enough and you have BPD, you can't really accept the love from others. And that might sound like something that people say all the time, but it's true. Like if you don't love yourself, you can't you can't give that to anybody else. And it's it's really hard because, you know, when you have BPD for whatever reason, but on top of it, you have a drug addiction problem or you have um, let's say for me, I have schizoaffective disorder and that's kind of like a branch off of schizophrenia. And, um, you know, I don't talk about that that much on my page because it's really stigmatized. Right. And, uh, you know, I was called like schizo, like people called me schizo in school, you know, and that was, you know, it, it was really just, you know, hurtful because at that point in my life, I couldn't accept that there was something wrong with me. I was a little girl. I was a little girl in middle school getting bullied and I also had to deal with a chronic uh, illness and I, you know, didn't know how to function between both because half of my childhood I'm in a hospital and the other half I'm at school getting bullied. So it doesn't, you know, that is the childhood part and you have to have good self-talk and it's just like when you're in a therapy where you have um act like you're on a bus or whatever and you're getting a flashback uh and you are 
remembering something that happened when you were a child. You just act like your child self is sitting next to you and you tell it like everything's gonna be okay, Maddie, you know? And that's what I have to do all the time. You know, I don't know if you can relate to that no, or know I about definitely that. Can. Yeah, it, it, it's a constant struggle and, and a lot of, you know, you just, uh, it's, it's your subconscious mind, you know, it's, you're, you're wired that way where you're just, you know, you're, you know, fear of abandonment because of traumatic experiences, you know, you know, and, you know, I you know, talk about like, I, I was diagnosed with PTSD at like age four or five, uh, just because of what I witnessed, you know, the, the violence between my father and, you know, abusing my mother so many other things but yeah it's um it, it's really stigmatized and you know I feel like you know uh, uh, I forget the name of the movie but why why I know why I know writer she's in that movie that. um and uh, what's it called it's on Netflix too um and it's basically about her having BPD it's a really good movie. Um, shit, I can't even remember the name. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll look it up. Um, but yeah, um, it's just it's just crazy how everything's just stigmatized. And, and you know, coming on this podcast, me, you know, me doing these, you know, episodes, clips, sharing reels, talking about my mental health journey, you know, trying to be open and share my story and it's very it's a very vulnerable thing to do you know to tell the world to show the world hey this is this is me this is what I deal with like I I, you know there's things that I talked about in my mental health journey in that video in those podcast episodes that I haven't even told girlfriends that I've been in relationships for years I my best friend David people like I, I and I, I exposed myself because I wanted to show that you guys I wanted to share my story and hopefully inspire you guys to that literally no matter what you deal no matter what you deal with no matter what has happened in your past no matter what you're dealing with right now you can overcome anything and it, it's not gonna happen overnight it's never gonna happen overnight you have to work on yourself yourself that, that comes into play with you know self-worth self-love and that's not an easy thing to do especially when you have a tr- you know traumatic experiences at such a young you know age yeah. on top of dealing with mental health and just even just the average person quote-unquote normal per- normal person has trouble having self-love and loving themselves so um, yeah, I just, um, again, you know, I know we're just going on a couple of tangents, but we're just, I, again, we're just, oh, it's well, just we're like just, all we, emotions, we just, just like... want to bring awareness and just, you know, share our stories and, you it's, know, it's... when was the, when did you first get diagnosed with something? Um, when I was 13, I went to an actual therapist for the first time, um, and she diagnosed me as bipolar. And, um, and I also had like anger problems. So I was in anger management, um, when I was younger, actually than that around, I guess, 10, 
I started seeing the psychologist because I was in the hospital a lot and that messes with you but it wasn't like it wasn't like a sit down therapy she was like a friend you know what I mean so she would like take me outside and take me to have lunch and so I guess that was my first form of therapy and I guess at that point I don't know what what my diagnosis would have been but I know that I was a very like angry child um they my mom tried to have me test or no my teachers made my mom take me to somewhere to get tested for like ADHD or whatever and um same here yeah and my mom knew the person that did the test for me and I I think that she just told the lady to say I don't have it and because she didn't want me to look like that or you know and not that that's a bad thing but that just shows they didn't you, want to label you that just shows you how big the stigma is like as her child she she cared more about how I looked to others rather than if I was actually okay mm. you know and that's that's fucking hurtful and, and painful to, to think about and you know I wanted to talk about bullying on on t- on uh, this podcast definitely doing for the first time today on air with JT you know um, again like thank you for letting me be on the sh- I'm show I was gonna say and uh no but okay so bullying uh it starts at home bullying starts at home like what do you think about that yeah to yeah to a certain degree yeah definitely like I know my biggest bully was my sister um and she was like the one that uh was class president and she was like the, the cool girl, like, in, like, she was trying to be a, she was in, like, pageants and shit, and, um, I didn't mean to curse. Are we allowed to curse Yeah, her? of course. Yeah, this, but... is, this is on it with JT, completely uncensored, unfiltered, <laughs> raw. Well, fuck, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, like, she... Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. <laughs> fuck Trump. No, seriously, though, it's fuck. But, no, um... Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, so bullying. My sister was my biggest bully. Shout out, Natalie. Um, but no, seriously though, like it started with her, and I guess she was, you know, mean to me ever since I was like born, and she hated the fact that I was born, and you know that's cool, I guess, because my other sister loves me, and um, I'm fine with that. Like I haven't had a relationship with my sister in like ten years or more, and even before, yeah, even before when we did have a relationship. It was because we were living together, because we were sisters and we had to, you know. And she, I remember her like punching me, like like straight up, like all the time, and not like some play stuff. It's like literal, like I'm going to kill you. Like she, my dad was literally afraid that my sister was gonna kill me, and I swear, like she, you know, my dad was gone a lot because he owned a hotel, and no. So my biggest bully was my sister. Some people it's their mom. Some people it's their cousin. Some people it's that little girl that comes over to your house and you don't even like her but your mom's or friends like that's that's how it starts and it's at home and then you get to school and it mimics what you had at home so it's like my childhood was like hospital home and school and it was all hell and that's what brings it to bpd like yeah, it's my, just, my childhood was you know basically hospital residential program <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> so i didn't have i didn't have a child i, I didn't have a child but i didn't i didn't start life really until I was 18 years old I, I because I went from you know I've been hospitalized over 20 times in my life you know starting all the way from you know age six age five and 
And I've been in, for so long. I've, like, I've been in a re- I was in a residential program for three and a half years. Then I, I, I was so I so bad that they had to make it a lockdown, shutdown unit because I would like run away all the time. <laughs> they would t- it, it would t- it would take oh, literally man. like four grown ass men to take me down and put me in like a restraint. I was so. <laughs> what what are you like? Like five? <laughs> yeah, I, I was just, I was fucking crazy. I was wild. But, oh, man. yeah, but, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy, you know, for me personally, I, I, I for me at least, I, I wasn't bullied at home. I, I, I'm very grateful that my mother and my grandparents will, have always been there for me and have always been, like, my biggest support system, and I'm always, you know, forever grateful for that, but, bull- I, you know, obviously I've been bullied my entire life, no, I don't get bullied anymore, because... Now I'm JT, but I do <laughs> on my videos. People, people, yeah, people are gonna, people are gonna talk no matter what. <laughs> you can, you can be the the best person. You can be, you could be God, and people are still gonna talk shit about I. you. I.e. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And, <laughs> Kylie yeah, Jenner. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's, with the love, like I always say, with love, there's always hate. You gotta just accept that. You know, you're not you're, you're you're not meant for everybody, and that that's okay. I actually like not I like I actually like the fact that I'm not for everyone. That's that's okay. Like that's good. I I, I like that. I like I like that because that that removes all the toxicity and bullshit and you know that I don't have to deal with. Whether that's in my personal life or just seeing comments or whatever. You know, like people think, you know, you know when I you know doing podcasting and doing, you know, acting and all this shit, you know, of course, you know, the more recognition, the more views, the more, you know, comments you're going to get. And of course I get, you know, a lot of love, but of course I'm going to get a lot of hate. And, you know, it's just funny because all of the hate is always from a guy. It's, (laughs) it's, and I could be talking about, I could be talking about a, a, clip I, about food or about 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 garden we'll be like, Fuck or, that or uh, like. Uh, yeah and, and some will say like oh but like like oh your style you 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 have bad style like okay bro stop like being envying jealous jealous of me and projecting your 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 insecure your insecurities right. onto me dude like <laughs> i just made a post the other day on facebook and i was like i was like if your only comeback is calling me fat you need to be more creative like I know because I look in the mirror every day and even when I was 400 pounds I still knew I was fat you know it's just like it's like I don't know I never understood why people will dislike a video because it's the same thing like when you go in your professional dashboard it's still engagement you know a negative comment a negative like uh or dislike it's only yeah. helping. It's, it's only, only helping. helping us. Yeah. Like, so it's I agree. Not, yeah. you're, you're not. You I appreciate know. it. Like, <laughs> but really though, if you could like it instead of disliking it, or if you could write something nice instead of something negative, that would be awesome too. Like, and I feel like the hate is just because like like we just were talking about like not being able to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't love yourself, then. Uh, that's why you just wrote you're fat or ew. Like I walked into Wawa today to get my DoorDash order because I do DoorDash with my man and, and it's fun. Um, but anyway, 
but I walked in to get the DoorDash order, and the girl looks me up and down, literally looks me up and down, and goes, "Ew." I was like, "Is there something?" You know, I. I and what did she look like? <sighs> beautiful. Really? I'm not spreading hate. She was beautiful, JT. <laughs> she was beautiful. Um, you know. But anyway, yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter. What, it doesn't matter if you're the ugliest person or the most, you know, handsome, beautiful person in the world. You know, if you don't love yourself, then you're gonna project your insecurities onto other people, whether that's subconsciously or not. And a lot of people do that subconsciously, what, and they don't even realize it. And obviously, there are gonna be people that do it on purpose. And that's okay. I mean, that that just I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for you that you take the time out of your day to go and comment on my posts and, and like yeah. like I feel bad for you. Like you have nothing better to do. Like 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 I know I, 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 I know it gets lonely in, in, in your mom's basement, but like, <laughs> like come on, man. Wait, wait, who's guilty? Who's guilty? Because there's only two of us in this room. And if you're guilty of ever leaving a negative comment. <laughs> of oh, ever leaving a negative comment, raise your hand. I've definitely done that. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a bad day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just Daniel got Potter, restricted. The biggest one-hit wonder of, like, the last 20 years. <laughs> yo. I, yo. My daughters. But, yeah. Um, what were you saying? Yeah, but, you know, um... But, uh, yeah, so, I was saying, if you if you have a bad day, then, you know, you make choices that are going to be, you know, contrary to the choices that you would make if you were having a good day. So, let's say we're scrolling through the feed, and we had a horrible time at uh, Christmas, and, um, yeah, my daughter just is, is at the window, and... Uh, She's so adorable. I know, I'm sorry, but she needs to be quiet. And we so if, you're, can, if you're watching or listening. And you have kids, just tell them, we'll do the fashion show in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, man. I just got to be creative, you know. Got to be more creative. And when you're, you know, in the comment section and you're, you had a bad day or you had a bad Christmas and you see this bitch that got all the fucking presents she wanted and you're like, God damn it. Fuck you and your mom. Or you know what I noticed? Like just yesterday alone, just on Christmas and the day before, I received so much negative hate, Dang. and it had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with the context of what I was talking about. It just, just and yeah. it, I just felt bad, like like because seasonal depression is a real yeah. thing, and people, a lot of people don't accept it, and again, they're projecting their pain, their their open wounds insecurities onto other people to try to make themselves feel better but at the end of the day you're just it doesn't make you you don't feel you might feel better that dopamine might hit for a little for a little <laughs> fucking second but once that runs out you're back it's to you're serious. back to reality you know so yeah. people don't understand that you know we, we need to stop hating each other we need to stop you know you know you know men talking shit about other men women talking shit about other women we need to stop doing that. We, we need to come together and, and actually unite, you know, because out of all the, t- you know, out of all the years, you know, we're in such a crucial point in this time, in our lives, you know, 
2022 where we need love. Like I talked about on my podcast the other week, you know, Where is the Love by Black Eyed Peas, Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake, 2002, you know, that song is more prevalent now than it was 20 years ago. Like, it's, we lost all touch of of love and empathy. Yep. What the fuck? It makes you feel old, doesn't it? It really does, yo. I'm sitting here like, I'm 29. I'm about to be 29. And I'm like, I can't even come to that realization at all because I, I always said I would never make it to 30. Like, I never thought that I would make it to 30. I don't know how I'm I sitting didn't, here. I said I, I didn't. I'm sitting here. Yeah. I don't. And that brings me to R.I.P. Rocky. I love you, Rocky. Rest in peace, bro. I hope you had a Merry Christmas up there. I never got the chance to meet you, Rocky, but I'm sure you were an amazing soul. And hope and you that, that's, that's the whole reason why I'm doing this shit. Like, that's the whole reason why I'm making this video. Like, the whole reason I make videos. I've been making videos since I was since I was a teenager, but I never had any type of following at all until August. And that's when I, that's around the time that, that you passed away. And, uh, you know, so basically, He's I'm going in the studio. I'm making your song. That song's coming out January 22nd. And uh, I hope that anybody who's dealing with addiction or anybody who just got out of jail or anybody who just got out of a facility or anybody who just got out of a bad situation abusive relationship anything, whatever anything be. just know that heroin fentanyl anything is not going to make your situation better drugs are not going to make your situation better you know how many friends I know, like how many friends that have died that we know, even just us knowing the same people that are from this town. I'm not even from this town. Same. I'm from Florida. I mean, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just said I'm from Florida, bro. You live in Florida. I live in Florida. No, I'm from New Jersey, and I know mad people out here that are dead because of fentanyl. I know my my, my, my other. My man's other best friend uh, overdosed off fentanyl, and he's not dead though. And he didn't even do heroin, and he, it was in something else. And Jeez. that's the point: is that that shit is in something else. That's it. That if you think you're taking a Xanax, you're not. You're probably taking a pressed shit that has sprinkled in yep. something that's gonna make you die. And thankfully, like I, I've never tried heroin. Because I know, I know, if I tried heroin, I would, that would be it. That I would, I would be addicted. You know, even if I did it once, I know that I, I would get addicted to it. You know, I, I never thought that I would be sitting here, almost thirty, like actually doing something with my life. Like I am taking a course right now to become something, and I'm that that is going to make me money and I care about money yeah but I fucking honestly I hate money but I love getting stuff but I hate what money does to people money changes people money is why my friend is dead money is why a lot of my friends are dead you know money is why my relationship which I'm not (laughs) trying to talk about but it's just an example that I hate money because it ruins things it ruins people how do you go from this is this is my story how do you go from being in a family that is a millionaire that is a millionaire that 
has business from going to being able to have all the things you ever wanted and then it take it just take it away from you it happens a lot to a lot of people and sometimes they end up killing themselves sometimes they end up doing drugs about it sometimes they do the right thing they bounce and back bounce back fall down seven times get up eight my dad never bounced back but i'm going to like you know we're gonna break that generational we gotta end, end that shit and this <laughs> yeah but that's the thing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking. I'm breaking all my generational curses. I said I, I I'm gonna become the first. I'm gonna become the first. That's okay. I I'm did. gonna become the first millionaire in my family. I know it. You know. Yeah. I'm, see, I can't say that because I come from. Well, I, I can't say. Well, it, well, I. Yeah, I don't want to contradict. I don't want to contradict. I don't. Everybody thought we were poor, like my whole life, because of just like, I guess. The house that we're on is a small house, but the Marquez is Marquez. You know, we own that whole like whole like thirty acres of land. You know, and there's a piano shop with my name on it. So they thought I was poor. No, my parents were fucking hippies. Okay, like literally deadheads, Grateful Dead. Like literally going to what's that shit called? Uh, I can't think of it. it it's where ever, all the hippies went. That like it's Woodstock. It's, Woodstock. Yeah, my dad went to Woodstock. Damn, I wish had, if I had a time travel machine. My, I would, my, oh, man. Yeah, my Little dad Woodstock went to Woodstock. On acid? And, oh my god. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah. So let me just say one thing. I don't want to contradict myself. I, I am going to be the first millionaire in my family, but I'm talking about my my mother's side because I don't have a relationship with my father's side. My, you know, I, my father's side are multi, 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 multi millionaires. That's a lot and, of and they have never, they, they have never even given me a, my grandparents, uh, my grandparents on that side, they're both have passed. Like I, there's been times, you know, I, I never even got a birthday card. Like I never even got a birthday. I like, let alone like I never and, and I, I never asked for like money or anything. But they're like these were multi multi millionaires and wouldn't even give me a birthday card. Like and you know if you're from Boston, if you're from Boston, you probably know you know if City View Trolleys is my my dad's side's business. You know my my grandfather or my my dad's dad. Was literally one of the most legendary businessmen in, in Boston. You know, he came here from nothing and started a trolley company, and was you know became extremely successful. And uh, of course, my my dad's brother now runs it, City View Trolleys. Um, so obviously they're millionaires, but that's not my family. So I'm gonna be the first millionaire on in you know what I consider my family. Because um, I was never given any, I wasn't given anything from that side of the family. And I never asked for anything. But like like I said, even like birthday cards I wouldn't even get. Or, you know, even times when I was in the hospital or whatever, no visits or anything like that. Like, it, it just shows how, again, about like money and greed and everything. Because my dad's side are, they're all very, well, I mean... Like my uncle just just bought a Ferrari, just just to buy it, just so he could make a profit. Like, 
and and like and that's all you know, good for you and everything. But like you would not have gotten. It's just funny, and I don't want to shit on him. But the thing is, I'm gonna shit on him a little bit actually. The thing is, you know, he would not be my dad's dad would not be Mitchell Thomas. I mean Michael Thomas, City View Charlies. He would not be the multi-millionaire that he is if it wasn't for his dad. Because he gave him the company. My dad would have gotten it, but he was the black sheep and he was a drug addict mm. and obviously had you know shout out for the black abusive, sheep. Abusive, you know, was very abusive to my mother and you know, mental health issues. But yeah, um, you know, it, it's just um, yeah, it's you know, again, I, I'm going to be the first. I'm going to break these generational curses. I'm going to be the first millionaire, and you know. You know, they, they, he might be worth 10 million, 15 million now, but you know what? In five, 10 years, when I'm worth fucking 50, 100 million, I pull up in that Rolls Royce, we'll see who's laughing now. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it makes people, it makes people lose their fucking minds, like kill themselves, jumping out of office bin- windows because you just lost all your money in your stocks. Like, shit, not being able to, not be able to face your wife when you get home because you just lost your job. You know, anything, anything, not be able to, to, for Christmas presents for your daughter or son or anybody or, or you know and the thing is then people that have the money do things like uh, not give their granddaughter a Christmas present because you don't claim her as your own you know that's where the greed comes in so yeah you got money you got it you got everything you needed but are you happy you know like are you happy how can you be if if if, if the only reason why you're with somebody is because you're paying or they're you're paying their car payment how can how can you really be happy how can that make you happy unless you're a straight up psychopath narcissist narcissist that's what it is you know what i mean you can't it's like if i really truly believe the person that i'm speaking of which i won't say their name is is a psychopath because he has no remorse for anything that he does and for people like that i truly do believe i don't like people going to jail but i do believe people need to be locked up if if you can do that and it doesn't matter if you say oh well they never they never broke the law they didn't they didn't do anything they didn't do anything so what do you need a body so dangerous you need a body first that's fucked up like let's change that like you know there's literally uh, this state is so bad, Florida is so bad that there's something called a Baker Act. Oh yeah, Florida like, healthcare is the worst. Come on, are you serious? They joke about. We got David. Um, I don't mean to cut you off. David's in. David's on the show. What's going on, guys? Um, yeah. So one thing I want to talk about is um, that that's one of the things I want to talk about the, the healthcare system out here. With um, I I feel like it's a tor- it's like torture a little bit like to. To arrest somebody that has mental health problems, and then to if they if they have a like a episode, to they have call the police and they they handcuff you to the bed. Yeah, that's that's real smart to do that to somebody that has mental health problems, and then send them to like a like a I don't want to say like an insane asylum or something like that. Oh, it is. It, it's yeah, a, well, basically, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, but yeah, that's really what it is. It's yeah. some kind of facility like that. You know what I'm saying? There's other ways to uh, treat mental health. I have a lot of mental health problems myself. I'm still working on myself every day. Um, I definitely need to, you know, take some medication. I had some medication that I was taking. I mean, I'm still good, but 
there's just things that I know. A lot of medications everything. don't work. I mean, I, yeah. I've talked about, I've, I've, I'm not even exaggerating. I've been, throughout my life, I've been on and off over 80 medications in my life. I've, I've, and none have worked. Exactly. I've, I've, I think, except, except my Adderall. There's a lot more things that have come out in the last 10 years over a course of the 10 years. And I've, I've tried, there's a couple of new things that I've tried that one thing I did try was working and I'm going to have to get that again. But, um, cause I was having a little bit of fatigue issues, like falling asleep throughout the day, like in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to be up doing stuff and I'm just, I can't, I'm trying to fight it. But anyways, um, we, um, talked about uh, what we have. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say that? Um, I mean, I grew up with ADHD. I was diagnosed with ADHD at like five years old. Um, yeah, same here. So, you know, I was, it's weird because the person, when you grow up, when you get older and stuff, when you get to your adult years, things, you, if you, if you don't take medication, it's going it to change. Hits you. It, hits it, you change it changes your, the chemistry in your body, honestly. And um, I remember I was like a really, like hyper kid. Like, I, <laughs> you would, if you look at me talking right now, you wouldn't think I was that same, kind of that person at all. Here, I was dude. really bad. Same. Like I was annoying. I would be around my cousins. I was I was the annoying cousin. I was the annoying cousin, bro. Like I think we all have that one annoying cousin. I was that annoying. I was that annoying cousin, bro. I would fucking, you know, <laughs> crazy. I I I mean, I, my, they love me obviously now, and obviously they're not gonna. You know, hate on me or like that. We're all grown now, so you know, those years I was really that annoying cousin, though. But do you but, find do you find the ADHD to be the, the the thing that you struggle with the most? Uh, yeah, ADHD is actually uh, it might actually be the thing I struggle with the most because it's like a you know it's like a graph. I don't know how to explain it. It's like uh, what is it called when you have like the the fuck is that when you draw the circle and you draw the lines going yeah, across like that you know what I'm saying this, it's like ADHD here the main thing in the middle and it branches out to like different things yep. depression um PTSD things of that nature like concentration things like that I know that um I have other issues that are linked from ADHD so, oh, yeah. you know the what I'm majority saying? of people that have ADHD have a significant increase of having other mental health disorders. I have a stress disorder. I was diagnosed with a stress disorder, acute stress disorder. Really, I my body just doesn't really do well with stress, like highly stressful situations. But I still deal with it anyways. But like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. Like, if something happens, like, I, okay, it's it's different. I'm I'm gonna put it this way. If I'm at work, that's like regular work stress or whatever, I'm not gonna sit there and freak out. But if I have something that, that happened to me that's personal and then and that kind of stress happens, that affects me more than work stress, I, I wanna that's say. That's kind of related to the PTSD and yeah, basically, you know, tra- trauma from childhood. You know, I, I didn't really have the greatest greatest childhood growing up. Not I had, like any of us did. I had, I had good moments. I, I remember the good moments, I remember the bad moments. I don't think that there's a lot of things that could have been different, honestly, and I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have turned out how I was in a certain amount of years, you know what I'm saying? People used to make fun of me and shit, call me slow and shit. It's not my fucking fault, you know what I'm saying? I was abused, you know what I mean? As a child, I was abused. And, and it's uh, funny, you know, like looking back on bullying, you know, I was like eight, eight years old and I had kids like throwing like rocks at me on the yes. bus. Like, and then even, you know, you know, 
leaving a residential program at 14 and then I moved to Florida, I had no childhood. I had no, I was isolated for my whole life. So now I'm going to Florida and I'm, you know, I, I didn't know how to adjust. I didn't know how to fit in. I didn't know what, like, I didn't know how to be a 14 year old. Like, so it was very hard to deal with. I got bullied a lot. And it's funny, you know, now years later, me talking about mental health awareness or those people, you know, get those mental health disorders. They're like, hey man, I'm so sorry for bullying you when you were younger. And, you know, I, you know, I, I got mental health issues and it's like, yeah, it, it's, it, you know, you don't I'm understand, shit. you know. Shit, man, maybe people do that in Florida, not in Jersey, yo. I had someone. I had someone in Florida. Oh, I, never oh, I, had, I had someone. I remember. I had someone uh, from Matanzas High School uh, recently reached out to me, but I'm not gonna say his name, and I have no like ill will towards him. You know, he, he's a good person. You know, but uh, yeah. I never really. Um, you know, a lot of the mental health problems that I have, without taking the medication, to be honest, that's a lot of the reasons why I lost some of the jobs I've had. I, it's, it's messed up laughing about it, but, huh? You know, so a lot of mental health issues oh, dude, I, I, can affect bro, your your work, man. Bro, it, it can. I've, I've, for sure. You know I've, lost, jobs, I've lost jobs from that shit. You know how many jobs I, I didn't even last? I've never gotten fired from a job in my life. Yeah. You know how many jobs I fucking... Like quit. didn't even leave, like last one full shift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, over man. 15 jobs. I could, I didn't even. I I was I was there for one or two hours. Then I like went into acting mode and I said like I like came up with some crazy stories. I gotta go. <laughs> I've kept the I've kept some jobs. I, I've, but, I've, and I'm guilty and I'm going. To, I'm probably gonna go to hell for this, but I don't really care. But I, there's been times I like went right into acting mode, bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I just got a call that my dad died. I gotta go. My dad died? I like using... I'm going to hell. I like using, like, uh, shit with, like, like health because you can't say shit to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? I have it on the application that I have a chronic blood disorder. Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I really can use that as an excuse if I want to. And normally it is because I don't feel good inside and then it comes out mentally and then I can't handle the situation. Because I was a, I was a, um, a waitress for like and did telemarketing for like uh since i was 18 and basically since i could work server and, life i've been a server yeah a server my whole life you know so we can relate on that too i know how to be a server that's where all the people that party at so i literally would be working tip 20 percent. if you don't you're a fucking or asshole more Yo, i'm not even gonna lie to you bro don't even say it. I was an asshole. If you can't afford to tip, if you can't afford, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I was an asshole for shit. years, bro. I never give a shit about tipping. I know you did. Like I, I would That's how I met this guy. Yo, my whole I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I literally started tipping people because of this man right here. If you He's, can't, I, if you, you can't, learn things from people, man. You learn a lot from people. If you can't afford to leave a tip, and it wasn't that I couldn't afford it. I was an asshole. Go to McDonald's. Go to the drive-thru. Go to the drive-thru. Or have peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And not only that. It wasn't another thing was I had a job where I got tipped, so then I thought about to myself, damn, like this is kind of dope and shit. Like I was an asshole for not tipping people. That's crazy. Right. 
It, it is fucked up. And then people say, I hate when people say that African Americans don't tip because that's fucking lie. Cat. Because they fucking uh, tip. Yo, know, they, they they definitely tip. I, I mean, there are there are some, there's some people, don't, but, but that's I, with every group. Every, that's every, right. every race. Like, any race, you racial background. Can't generalize one race. Can't generalize one race. And because they'll be. Florida, take notes. A lot of the girls like during like breakfast or like brunch or something like that, like. The woman will come, and it'll be like, like straight up Karens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Straight up Karens. That's this capital of this town. And you think that they're gonna, yeah, this town. <laughs> this capital of Karens out here. Oh my yeah. god. But uh, geriatric war ass shit. But anyway, uh, no, Karens they don't really tip that well unless yeah. someone's watching. Because if you watch a Karen, they're gonna. Yeah. We got three very, very intellectual people here. Very powerful intellect sitting right here. Just, if, if you think about it. This is like a therapy session, and this is the best motherfucking podcast you're gonna hear because of that. <laughs> we're having yes, therapy with each other as we're we're, we're spitting. We're giving you guys jewels. You know what I'm saying? Jewels. Good yeah. job. Murder. You dig? Why, 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 why David look like Adrian Kanye West? <laughs> so call me Kanye East. Kanye. Yo, Kanye do it, do it. Kanye East. They just call him Kanye East, yo. David. Which one? Okay. You know which one. Stop it. Kanye, oh, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> do it one more time. Kanye? Say it one more time. Kanye, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> Wake up, Mr. West. That shit never gets old. That shit's hilarious. Oh. I did that shit to I the guy. This, my uh, supervisor at my job, he's actually from Chicago. And he's from Southside Chicago. It's like a, he's an Irish dude. But he sound, like, he sound like a black dude. It's crazy. Like I, I thought this was like a white black dude. He's cool as shit though, man. We had me laughing, playing like all kinds of shit, funny videos and shit. Can you do the and I, I started doing the Bernie Mac thing. He started laughing because he's from there. So. And I, I want to cool. say one thing, you know, David, you know, has he, he's literally my best friend. Like, and it's funny because you know when I moved to Florida, you know, I was a freshman, mm-hmm. and you know I, I would see David. You know, he, he, everyone knew David. He was the, he, everyone knew David. He was popular and you know we would walk by you know each other and nod heads whatever say what up you know and then like years later we reconnected and you know we became really good friends and you know David has saved my life more than once you know there was a time where I was literally almost dead and he saved my life and I mean I could I could say the same thing um I don't I mean I guess the best place of anywhere to, to discuss this would be right here and uh, um, yeah nah. January 27th of last year so this year is going to be a year I overdosed uh, off fentanyl and um, I was dead on the floor like I guess for like three hours and shit and uh, for some reason that day he chose to take an Uber home instead of a bus yeah, yeah, it was. New Jersey. Um, in my apartment that we had, three-bedroom apartment that we had. And uh, I was I was laying there, and I guess he came in, and he took an Uber instead of taking a bus, because he took a bus. I had to teach him how to take a bus in the fucking snow, because our car broke down. Mm-hmm. And my brother said he would fix it, but it took too fucking long, so my other brother helped me. But whatever. Anyway... I love you, something bro. told you that something told him something yeah, told him yeah I don't know it was weird something. man something just told me that day first of all I didn't feel like taking the bus that day I'm like you know what if <laughs> maybe I, I remember nobody, nobody feels yo, like yo I got done I, I remember because I got done at like 8 o'clock and, and it was dark as hell it was cold as hell it, was, it didn't snow that day 
but it snowed, I think, a day or two before that, so there was still, you know what I'm saying, snow on the ground, and it was still, like, really bad, and black ice and shit, and I said, the black this. ice, uh, Kim Peele sketch? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just was like, nah, this is, today's just not it. I don't feel like waiting out here in the cold. I'm done. So I said, you know what? Let me get Uber. So I, I did that, and then that whole situation happened, and then... <laughs> yeah. I remember when they, when they when they were coming to the house. I, I was yelling at them on the phone. I said, "You need to get here right now." Wait, who? I was the the, the, the ambulance inside. Yeah, I, I screamed the, at this. The, the thing. Uh, so what happened? Oh, so nah. So um, actually, we're gonna take a quick uh, break. We'll be back. You're listening to on air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. This is a JT exclusive interview. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. Welcome back to On Air with JT. Again, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, someone with a product or a service, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast and all of my social media platforms, let me tell you, the rates are going up four times what it is now come January, so you only have a couple days left to get in, and you'll be grandfathered in. You'll not have to pay the increase when we do increase our rates, so you're going to maximize your ROI. If you're interested in advertising on this podcast, email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Once again, that's onairwithjt at gmail.com. Of course, this podcast can be seen and heard on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in on it with JT. If you have a YouTube account, please subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. And of course, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, there's so many different more platforms. Just go to onairwithjt.com. Welcome back to the show. So, uh, yeah, this uh, this episode's been a little a little crazy just because there's a lot going on. But, um, yeah, well, th- we're, we're going to do a follow-up one. We're going to talk a lot more in depth in that one but this is kind of more of just a little introduction um so you guys can kind of just get a feel for it and obviously the next episode will be a little bit more a little bit even more personal and more in depth and you know we'll talk about our experiences a, a lot more um but i forget what were, what were you saying before we went to commercial <laughs> Oh, we both have all this is the ADHD. Too high for this is the ADHD. All three, shit, yeah. all three of us right have ADHD. Like, Crazy. <laughs> um, I think we were talking about. Uh, damn. This is a prime example. Like, Probably for um, remember. This is what ADHD looks like, people. <laughs> How many people does it take to make a podcast? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um, yeah, I just. Um, I just, again, you know, I wanted to do this podcast wanted to do this episode with you guys um 
because you know it's awesome and it's great that I, I do this and I do it by myself but you know I like the opportunity to have other people on the show that you know we can relate to and have this you know conversation and it shows that it's not just me it's not just you it's, it's all of us we all go through things and we all have things that we deal with there's going to be obstacles there's going to be roadblocks you know that's going to happen but no matter you know what your past is what you've gone through traumatic experiences what you're dealing with now what what, di what you know mental health diagnosis that you're labeled that doesn't define you that doesn't define who you are as a person what defines you as a person is how you overcome that and that perseverance and that courage and that braveness and being able to you know heal those wounds and and and, and especially during those tough situations how you handle those situ situations ultimately defines your character and character sounded really Boston right there um yeah it came out um yeah so yeah uh, again, like you just have to know and again, I'm just trying to be living proof all of us are just trying to be living proof that you know It doesn't matter what happened in your life What you're dealing with you? Yes, you watching listening you can overcome this you can overcome Anything if, if I can overcome this stuff if she can overcome this stuff if David can overcome this stuff Then you can too. So, you know, and again if anyone ever feels like suicidal and they don't have anyone that they can talk to or that feels, that feels like they can relate to, I can always, you know, help you out. Like, I, I can I relate. I, I've, I've tried to commit suicide, complete suicide, because we gotta end this, this whole stigma saying committing suicide. It's completing suicide, because committing suicide gives off the vibe that it's, you're committing a crime, and it's a bad thing. <laughs> Completing suicide is what we should be saying. Am I am I encouraging suicide? No, but do not say you know commit suicide. Um, but if you you know are feeling suicidal and again you have no one to talk to and you, you know I, I I can relate and I will make time out of my busy day and make you a priority. I'm not going to leave you on red. You can e you know email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Justin Thomas Insta. It's J-U-S-T-I-N-T-H-O-M-A-S-I-N-S-T-A. -S um, and you'll, you know, be anonymous. I'm not going to, like, you know, expose you on my podcast or social media. You know, you know it stays in the DM. Goes down, goes down in the DM, stays in the DM. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, of course, you know, uh, you can follow me on TikTok at Justin Thomas TikTok, Snapchat Justin Thomas SC, Twitter on air with JT, YouTube on air with JT. You can follow the show, um, the podcast on Instagram at on air with JT, um, Facebook Justin Thomas. But the most, the, the biggest platform that I'm on is obviously my main Instagram, which is Justin Thomas Insta. Um, where, where can people follow you guys at? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Madeline Haley Marquez. It's M-A-D-A-L-Y-N Haley, H-A-L-E-Y Marquez, M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z. And on, I have two pages for that. One is my business page, so you can like and follow my business page. And you can also add me or follow me on Madeline Haley Marquez. And for Instagram, it's Madeline with two N, so M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-N 
underscore Haley, H-A-L-E-Y. And um, I also do have TikTok. And my TikTok is Lazy Eye. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lazy Eye. uh, And it's also Madeline Marquez 805. So M-A-D-A-L-I-N, M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z 805. Uh, You'll see Lazy Eye on there. Uh, my most of my following is on my personal page on actually Facebook. I post reels, I make videos about my life, and I'm also a musician. I'm a singer and I'm aspiring singer-songwriter. I'm writing a song with him that's coming out January 22nd for my friend Rocky. Um, yeah, so follow she me. She posts really good content, so you guys got to follow her. <laughs> Where can Thank people you. follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at unruly underscore revup. Can you please explain to me why you chose that username? <laughs> I still can't. I still can't figure it out. I still can't get that. That's the word we use. Out. Unruly. That's the word that we use. Y'all unruly. You know what I'm saying? Unruly. Use that. I'm like, what the? Like when you that's, get a that's new, a, that's you a, that's a new idea, I was like, unruly. What? That's a that's a Jamaican term. Nah, I think you should change it to Chitty Murders, but I'm gonna change it soon for 2023, just because I need to. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's right. Like I always say, don't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna change it like probably really we soon. Probably I, change, I thought of a name too. Should probably change it today before yeah. the pu- this episode gets yeah. published. Yeah. I'm yeah. probably gonna be it. I'm probably gonna be Nisbo Chin. I don't know. We'll see. Chinny murders. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my Instagram. Uh, I, I I was posting car content, but the, I, I a lot of the car stuff they follow me and stuff. But I'm gonna get back into that heavy next year. Um, that's gonna be something that I want to do for fun. Eventually, he maybe I want to do followers, it. Followers, but his crazy ex girlfriend made it to, made him delete his Instagram because she's like, yeah. Um, so that's a whole nother story. Yeah, so my Facebook is obviously David Chin. That's my name. Yeah. And I also was on his podcast ten years ago. And for those that remember, what? even in 2014, um, what? yeah, like more than once, more than once, we did oh it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here right now. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It feels good. Wait, do you? So when you came to my house in New Jersey, when you stayed in my spare bedroom, I call it a spare bedroom. It was like a fucking shack. But anyway, uh, he came. I didn't even know he had a following on social media. Cool. I had you. I had no fucking clue that you did podcasts. You know this man didn't tell me that? I thought, no, I guess you didn't know. Uh, my bad. That's yeah, my David, bad. me, Andrew, we, no. we, we, did, we did a lot of podcasts. Andrew? Yeah. His we, brother? We did We did a few yeah. episodes. What? I didn't know that. We now did, I'm just finding that out today. We did a few episodes in what? 2014. Yeah, so that's my Instagram and that's my, my Facebook. <laughs> that's the only platforms I really have right now. David's a mysterious man. He's a very mysterious man. You find things, new things out every day. I know. I, I'm quietly. I've been... As of this year, like, I'm getting older and stuff. I've gotten a lot quieter. I don't Are you know. old as fuck? Yeah, I'm going to be 32 next year. Jesus, oh, that makes me feel old. This is so crazy. I'm not yeah. just Bro, I, I've known you since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that's... I'm about to be 29. Wow. What the fuck? Damn, we all getting really old. I am 29. You guys having kids and everything. I'm just uh, over here just... One kid for now. Shit. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, I'm happy for you guys, though. You guys, you guys deserve. I have people hitting me up, man, like haters that that like hate David, and I have people like trying to like ruin crap because of bullying. Like, 
it's messed up. It's crazy. It's, it's always something. It's always behind the computer. It's always behind the computer. Everybody's everybody's a fucking key keyboard warrior. You know, they're, 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 let me tell you something. They're the toughest person behind the computer. But you know what? You ain't gonna say that to my face. You ain't gonna say it to her face. You ain't gonna say that to, to his. You know his what's gotta be said to my you know, face. So. You know the consequences. We're all gonna have to do, do have a stay at the Green Roof Inn. Well, well, I don't want to do that. Oh wait, what is the green roof in? So around here, the 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 uh, you know twelve likes to joke around and call their jail around here the green Rick's roof. Rick's feeling is a fucking oh, he's an idiot. Ah! Okay, Yo, I you know, guys, you know, guys got cops around here driving around. I shouldn't, I shouldn't use the word. I, yeah, no, he didn't mean that. Beep. He's just, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Yeah, I he mean, has I'm all that serious. They're so strict they, around and that now. That brings us back to talking about the like the Baker Act and committing suicide. Yeah, and being committed and committing a crime for killing yourself. We never asked to be born. Okay, so how can it be a crime to end your life? When you never even asked to be here in the fucking first place. And we're trying our hardest and we're at a point where we feel like we need to die. And we're going to get handcuffed to a bed and then taken to a facility with people that either are nothing like us or exactly like us. And it'll never get better. If we don't end the stigma against bad, you know, mental health and the bad uh, stigma it has when you say, oh, I went to a mental health facility. If you say that to somebody... They judge you. It's over. It's over. What I've realized my entire life, you know, when people find out, like, I have, you know, mental health issues or, you know, there's been times where I posted on Facebook, you know, some crazy shit, you know, when I was about (laughs) to make complete suicide. And people, I see see it firsthand. Whether they do it subconsciously or not, they treat you differently. They treat you completely differently different especially people that don't that don't relate or that you know don't have you know mental health issues they treat you they judge you they view you as a different person and and that's not okay because it's just not we're all the same we all bleed red you know like you can't you shouldn't judge people and you never know what someone's going through you we're all facing demons and battles every single day you never know what that person is going through so it's always good to be kind to one another because you know that you you can make one you know comment and that that could set that person you know off and that they could kill themselves like you never like you you really don't understand a lot of people don't understand the impact of, of words and things like that thankfully for me you know I've you know I've talked about on my podcast, like, you know, whether it's me, you know, going into acting and, you know, podcasting, entertainment industry, like, I've, you know, been rejected, I've been judged, I've been criticized, I've been laughed at, bullied, all that. So all that shit has prepared me for fame, quote unquote, for acting, all that, that, you know, I, I, you know, 20 years of dealing with that, you learn how to master it. Am I... I'm not a master at it, but I'm close, pretty much, pretty close to it. Um, but you know, of course, you know, it, it, you know, of course, you know, when you, when you read comments, it, you know, it, it, I'm still affected by it. Sometimes, it, sometimes it affects. You know but it's, it's like a, fuck them. It, 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 it just shows that they're that they're hurting inside, and you know they the have to make someone else feel bad, feel better about themselves. Personality disorder is people pleasing. 
you know, we people please. So, like, I, I know for myself, um, we were talking about this before we came inside to do the podcast, um, and I was saying, like, how I always said when I was in high school and I wanted to be famous, and, um, I, I, I'm gonna admit that I did, and I still do, like, because, like I said, money is the root of all evil, and gaining money from fame is, is what I want, and that's my goal right now, but my real want and need for, for, uh, you know, actually being able to save somebody's life is for fame because you need to have people hear you if nobody hears you you can't help anybody and you know so that that's my piece and I guess when I was younger it was because I wanted to be a singer and uh, if I never sing on stage in front of people I don't care if I can help somebody with my voice just by saying I I killed I tried to kill myself like just by saying I tried to kill myself or just by saying I committed a crime, or just by saying anything that I say helps one person. I hope it helps way more than one, but I really would like to help people by having some type of success. Same here. That that's like, you know, you people sometimes might assume that oh, you know, I want to be this famous actor or this, you know, for you know, for attention and, and fame. Yes, the fame, cars, money, women, houses. That, that, that's cool and all, but that's not what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it because it's a passion of mine, and I feel like the universe has given me, you know, some special gifts. Am I saying that I'm the most talented person? Of course not. But I definitely have an advantage on a lot more people than, you know, not to sound too egotistical, but... Uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, me having these, you know, skills and, and things that I want to do, you know, when I, you know, achieve and obtain that, those, you know, goals, you know, I'm going to be able to, you know, use, I'm going to have a bigger platform than I do now where I can speak out and really be that mental health advocate. And I'll be that person, I'll, I'll you know, not to sound like delusional, egotistical, but I don't mind being that person in the world that is like the face of like showing like mental health awareness and showing that anything can be done like and I know that will come with a lot of criticism judgment you know haters whatever it might be but that's okay as long as I know that I've you know helped people and 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 shown that you can overcome anything and inspire people then that's all that matters And, and you just said like you know about even if you can make an impact on one person and I was talking about that you know a couple weeks ago and it's crazy I I, I, you know posted that video um, just talk I posted a video on my Instagram talking about like if you ever feel suicidal you know feel free to reach out to me and I I don't I've I've saved over eight people's lives in the last week and a half you know and 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 not only on top of dealing with everything that I do in terms of podcasting, you know, acting, business, you know, my own personal problems that I have to deal with on a daily basis, you know, I came, you know, my grandparents have COVID, like, and they're sick, like, basically what I'm just trying to say is that, you know, I'm just trying to be there for you guys, no matter, you know, I have a lot going on, we all have a lot going on, but I want to make sure that I can prioritize you guys 
you know, that might not have that voice or maybe you don't want to say that you have a mental health disorder because you feel like you're going to get judged or perceived wrong. And, you know, you are going to get judged and perceived wrong by some people. That is just how life is. That's just how it is because of how mental health has been so stigmatized that you just have to accept that. But you just have, it might take time to accept that, you know, because it will be hard at first, you know, but I do want to, you know, just have that voice and, and be able to be like and show you guys again you know if i can do it maddie can do it david can do it then you can do it no matter what yeah that's a fact so uh i want to just like touch on why i just looked weird as hell for just like like five minutes and it was because of just like the same things that we were talking about with uh someone that has like ADHD and uh when you're on when you're not medicated and you don't have the uh capacity to just like stay on track and you know keep a schedule that's that's what that's what the weird face was about because like with me uh staying on track is like schedules plans reminders alarms you know but like that's like that type of stuff doesn't always help everybody so I feel like, you know, I just need to say why my face looks like that for five minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I can I, I kind of relate, but for me personally, I, I, with ADHD, what I found to be very helpful, and I'm just, I, I write everything down. Like, I just, I'm constantly writing, like, new ideas. Like, even, I'll even, like, repeat the same thing, like, over and over again, like, it's, it's good to like, you know, my notepad, I have like fucking like 500 no, like notes <laughs> in my, on my iPhone, like, it's like good to just write things down and, you know, things like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is there anything you guys want to say before we uh, wrap uh, part one of the Mental Health Awareness Show? David, you were saying something, I think you, you cut yourself off. Uh, I'm good, um, I think, uh, David, I think, uh, I'm good. Uh, I think I said enough things that I wanted to say today. Fair enough. I'll touch touch on other things on the next one. The next one, part two. Sounds good to me, man. Okay. How about you, man? Uh, no, I, I can't bring any more topics into yeah. it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> today's, been, I think today's been draining <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired. tired. I need, I need, I need a nap. I need <laughs> a blunt. Yeah, a blunt and a nap. Shop. And taco shop. A blunt, a nap, and taco shop. That's our evening. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening and watching to this episode thank of Honor with Thank you so much for letting us be on it. Like, yeah. I, mean, I know you guys were the original OG. He was the original co-host or whatever, but I, you know... Now this is this is where it's at. I'm very 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 thankful that I'm on here. I can't even believe I'm on air with JT. Thank you, bro. And don't I forget to go it. to his website on airwithjt.com. Thank you. I appreciate it. And once again, where can people follow you? At Madeline Haley Marquez and uh, Madeline and two ends underscore Haley on Instagram, TikTok, Madeline Marquez eight hundred five. Lazy guy. Where's it this one? Instagram at unruly underscore rebel. Instagram and Facebook, David Chin. Okay.
Okay. And as you guys know, you can just go to onairwithjt.com. You can have access to all of the links and platforms that I'm on. And again, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, so many more different platforms. You can watch it on YouTube. Just go to onairwithjt.com. And again, if you are a business owner, brand company, someone with a product or a service, and you're interested in being a partner in advertising on this podcast, and several other podcasts that are launching in 2023 on top of all my social media platforms feel free to send me an email at onairwithjt at gmail.com part two will be coming very soon and uh yeah have a great day the motherfucking jt way bitches yes sir you are listening to on air with jt If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. You are listening to On Air with JT.